Hey everybody, welcome to The Way In, and it is our second episode on season four. Four. Um, yeah, four. Thank you. Frankie. You're welcome. Uh, today we have Frankie. Hi. We have Jesse Zhao. We have Stacy Goodall. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Sometimes I have a brain fart. Um, all right, guys. Thank you for joining us. Thanks for Thank having you. us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, are you nervous? I'm, I'm, yeah, a little nervous. Don't, don't okay. be nervous. Fun, you? Fun are you good? I'm, I, I think maybe okay. I don't know. You, you will are, have you to. Uh, I, I'm notorious for going <laughs> off on tangents, so cut me off. I like Stacy. You know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. So let's tell us something unique about you. Um. <laughs> so. <laughs> no pressure. I guess for listeners, uh, Jesse is speaking. <laughs> Um, I can ride the unicycle. <laughs> really? Really? Yeah, I did not it's know like this. my go-to fun fact, and I'm so glad that this was introduced to me, so I have something to say That's for icebreakers. Awesome. <laughs> um, so what? Like, how did that come I, about? Like, it, my elementary school, I we had like a unicycle team, and it was the cool thing to do. What is a unicycle team? It's just like wow. you. It's I'm. Uh, I think there were probably about like sixty of us, and. Yeah. You, we, our PE teacher was, I down, I swear, just like the coolest guy, um, and he would put us in routines, and to music, and we would ride um, like up ramps and like learn wow. how to do tricks and stuff, um, and then crazy. we would perform at the Husky halftime shows at for that, basketball. That's incredible. <laughs> that's awesome. amazing. I picture this guy like in his little basement shop making his unicycle getting an order for 60 <laughs> yeah. unicycles yeah. <laughs> seriously what oh gonna do now? yeah <laughs> no it was just like the cool thing to do and obviously when you're you know nine or ten you want to fit in with everyone i guess yeah. i mean i don't know that was really cool where i i used to live in a neighborhood in los angeles where there was a unicycle a guy just rode around the neighborhood and the seat would always get higher like he somehow would just manage to be and then there would be all these like you remember him you used to see oh him yeah, yeah, yeah 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 like these bicycle cranks that like went the oh. higher the seat yeah. got up the more cranks there were down to the tire and i never knew i don't even know how to get on a normal unicycle but this one was like i yeah, mean like, at least yeah. like 10 high. feet yeah. tall it was weird. we had some tall we called them tall boys yeah. and you had to like get up on a ladder and like get on and hold on to it and then they like that you like mount but, off. Yeah, you have there. yeah, how do you get you have to get off at the same location though, right? Or have to Um no, you just oh my gosh, I I don't even know how to do it cuz I'm terrified of heights, but you kind of just like push off and like fall down. So like the wheel and everything comes forward and you, and just, you just dismount. Yeah. That's crazy. That's terrifying. Yeah, I would I would yeah. No. I think I, I would have like a moment like, of panic yeah. if oh. I was on one of those. Do you still unicycle? It's like riding a bike. You don't forget. I don't. I don't. I wouldn't say <laughs> like, like it's my like weekly it. thing, um, but I can still do it. I can hop on if you. Yeah. If the, the and it's the same comes. thing. It's basically like a bike with one like or set of pedals, right? Like, <laughs> it is a bike. A bike with one wheel. No, no, no. I mean, I mean, just with the set, it has pedals, right? Like you. Yeah, yeah. That's okay. Yeah. So you know, like very recently, like literally this month, the words bicycle and unicycle made sense to me for the first time. Oh, I know. Time. <laughs> and I was, I was present I for that. Something like really? That, yes. Yeah, he was like. You're like, but, I, was I was today like, years old when I found this yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. Have we moved to tricycle? <laughs> well, <laughs> or is that, that I knew I got tricycle. I think it was just I never really thought of bicycle as like a bicycle. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. that was recent. Yeah, it was, I, it was funny I, to I, witness that. What do you Where think I, was invented first? The unicycle or the bicycle? I mean the wheel was invented first, right? Yeah. So I guess <laughs> the, the unicycle. <laughs> Like we could only afford one, wheel. right? Yeah, <laughs> you gotta learn. That's impressive. That's really cool. Like Thanks. it's really random. Well, Stacy, 
What yeah. about you? I know you got some like some random talents. Ukulele, uh, right? Talents. I play ukulele. Yeah, yeah that's I, play, great. I play xylophone. Yeah. Do you have one? No, which is why I play ukulele. Yeah. Yeah. Ten thousand. There's a ukulele over there. Oh, there is. No. It's not just, tuned. Can you though. just play something? It's not tuned. Something really, so we can. I could try. It's probably not even stringed right. It probably sounds shitty. But you know what? I think it'd be kind of cool. Yeah. Just because I'm excited. <laughs> just something random. All right. Let's see. Let's see. Um. Yeah. See, I've tried. Oh yeah, we ought to tune a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's really out of tune. <laughs> so <laughs> That's pretty cool. Anyways, but, uh, yeah, it's so out of tune. It's, it's okay. really out of tune. So that's actually Here Comes the Sun on an album. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. Lately, yeah. But yeah. Kinda, yeah, yeah, yeah. A little out of tune. But right. otherwise, it's a lovely instrument. We're going to tune it up. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. um, that's pretty cool. So, yeah. like, when did you, like, when did you learn to play? I'm... Um, Honestly, I've been trying to find something to play besides the xylophone since yeah. I got out of college. Because um, what do you do with a xylophone in a small apartment? Right? Yeah, when you're 20 years I, old. I would imagine they're expensive too, right? And, yeah, they're, they're they're more than most people can afford. So um, mm-hmm. I stopped playing music for years, and it's just you know when you play an instrument, you wanna you wanna do something. But I gave up for years, and then um, actually I went to Dusty Strings, which is this great place down in Fremont, and was like, oh maybe I'll learn the banjo. Well, it's really hard. So they put me on this instrument called a mountain dulcimer which is actually something they only play in Appalachia yeah um, and it's the like the only instrument that was actually made in America like everything else comes from somewhere else yeah um, but the mountain dulcimer you play it on your lap I mean it's it, like a table right like a little no that's no? a that's a hammer dulcimer okay. so this looks like a really long stretched out ukulele that you put on your lap and play sideways oh. with a goose feather. Wow. What? Yeah, it's crazy. Um, and it's really fun. It's just not really versatile. Yeah. So while I'm trying to, you know, play some, you know, Led Zeppelin with my husband <laughs> while he plays his guitar, <laughs> it was really hard to find an arrangement for the Mountain Dulcimer. Um, and then, you know, I went back and ukulele became kind of all the thing you're saying yeah. you know, a guy named jake shimbakuro have you ever seen him no he's amazing he's this uh ukulele guy that literally plays rock and roll that's what he does that's awesome uh, he's amazing so i had seen some videos on youtube and things i was like oh i can do that now yeah. um play some rock and roll with the husband that was the whole goal you yeah. know it's kind of a couple's thing and oh, to get cool. back into music and you should do little um, videos that'd be cool yeah. that'd be fun oh, yeah, you should do like a cover and then just write the. And just write yeah, yeah, we've been playing some Iggy Pop. Oh, oh yeah, that's cool. It's amazing playing Iggy Pop on the uke. Um, so yeah, I went down there and you know you can get a great ukulele for ninety nine bucks and I went right to like the five hundred dollar model. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like why not? Um, and uh, yeah, just started learning to play on online. It's awesome. You can learn to play online. You don't. You, you can take lessons. Why not? But everything you need really yeah. nowadays is amazing. Learn so, yeah, it's so much online. Do you think like, that helps though if you've already known how to play an instrument? It definitely helps. Because just, I feel yeah. like having no yeah. instrumental background, like watching videos online, I'm like, I don't. But the thing that's great about like a ukulele or even a guitar is they have this stuff. This is kind of technical, but it's called a tab, so you don't have to know how to read notes. Like the tab says, like string one, fret one, and so it's very visual. You don't have to know that no, that's music, an A chord. No. Oh, yeah. Got it. Okay. Um, so so yeah, I'd really ukulele is a great place to start. Nice, um, yeah. interesting. Jesse, do you play any, mu- any instruments? I or? play piano for a long time. Oh, nice. Yeah, um, it was like very hardcore classical for a long stretch Ooh. of my childhood. But then um, 
I stopped taking lessons, and then it became more fun. Nice. <laughs> did, your, yeah. did your parents make you take lessons? Oh, yeah, it was yeah. bad. And yeah. I, I remember every Wednesday night, I would go over to my piano teacher's house, and she had this beautiful Steinway, um, and she would make me wash my hands before I touched it, <laughs> literally. She'd make me sure, like, the first thing I do is say hi, go straight to the bathroom and wash my hands. So she would knew, know that I washed my hands. Um, but it was just so strict. Uh, but, I mean, you know, I, I appreciate it now. When yeah. I was seven, I didn't. Mm-hmm. Um, but learning, like, a lot of the discipline and stuff yeah. that now when you, li- like, watch a YouTube video and learn, it's so much easier to improvise because you have, like, a foundation of, yeah. of that. But and it's amazing. Like, even in school, I was um, you get some music theory you're used to. And my husband um, didn't really play music before, so he's trying to learn the guitar. Yeah. He's struggling with a few things. Or then when we start to play together, you can kind of tell who's had some training and who's right. not. And I remember sitting around the fire with him, and he's just, he's just frustrated with me, and I'm frustrated with him. <laughs> and it's like, come on, man, go back to, like, elementary school, right? Remember, yeah. like, Huckleberry, Huckleberry. Right, yeah. you do these little exercises where you clap your hands in school, and they didn't do that. He's like, I have no idea what this huckleberry <laughs> thing is and why you're clapping your hands. And like, wow. Um, so yeah, it's interesting getting something whether you get it in school or YouTube or three years of piano, how well it it carries you through the rest mm-hmm. of your life. Oh, that's pretty cool. I love it. I love music, but I play the drums for a little bit and just different things. I've always tried, so I'm always like entry level of like a bunch of different things, but. I love music. I love musical people too. I think yeah. I just like ow. Yeah. I think I just like connect with people that are into music. You know, it's hard yeah. when you can't sing though. Yeah, like, that's so. the worst when you're into music <laughs> yeah. and you can't sing. You can't sing. Yeah. It's, I feel like though people who have a good ear for music also have a really good ear for picking up languages. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, and it, like just that's certain true. pronunciations, yeah. just certain things in other languages. I'm like, I cannot physically get yeah. my mouth to form that tone. They just have that flow. And yeah. Just like, yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. So what do you guys do for Halloween? So Halloween just passed, right? Yeah. Did you, I know you did something. Yeah, I did something big. Um, um, just move the mic a little bit closer. closer. Oh, sure. Yeah, there you go. Uh, so my brother lives up in Edmonds yeah. um, in Forest Glen, a uh, little kind of roundabout, you know, a couple, a couple hundred houses or something in this, this little community. Um, you know, lots of ramblers, lots of trees. You can walk the streets kind of thing. Um, and he's been holding a Halloween sort of extravaganza on his corner lot for probably 15 years. And every year it gets bigger and bigger and bigger. Um, and it started just with the neighborhood kids, you know, and, and, you know, 50 kids showed up and they were all excited. And, um, a few years later as they got like a hundred kids showed up, what they started doing is buying full size candy bars at like Costco and count them. So they know that they have 400 candy bars. And at the end of the night, they'll count uh, what's left over and know how many they had. And this year, they had over 900 kids. Wow. Yeah. Jesus. As we were walking oh down the street, and it's like 8 o'clock, or maybe 7 o'clock at night. Everybody's around. And I'm thinking, like, he's going to need a permit next year. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, huh? yeah. Is but it like a haunted house? or like He it's does just something a... different every year. And he, you know, he hits the sales the day after Halloween for next year. So he yeah. this year, he had a full-size Ichabod crane, the Headless Horseman, on wow. a full-size horse. Yeah, I saw that um, on Instagram. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Down. Like, um, like animatronics. Animatronics. Kinda. It's yeah. crazy. He has like so 20 <laughs> skeletons and every year he, he has fun doing like a different theme. So this year it was like a poker play, you know, poker tournament with sort of Western <laughs> theme with like a gal, a gal, a gal skeleton and a corset, you know, bringing cocktails. And a guy had a, a 
ace up his femur, like oh, stuck yeah. in his femur. Yeah. Um, little jokes all over. Um, he had a pet cemetery this year. He built a haunted corridor, um, probably maybe 200 square feet, where yeah. you walk through it and things jump out at you. And uh, wow. there was a pirate theme in there. Um, he spends three weeks doing it. Um, they've started doing a food bank collection. So he had, uh, it's a big barrel and it says you know, blood on it and then it crossed out. It <laughs> says food, you know, the food <laughs> barrel. And um, they filled it up five times before Halloween wow. with just people coming to wow. see it from around awesome. Edmonds. Yeah, he's got a little. That's really cool. Yeah, it, it's really amazing. It's just such a great time to see the joy. Yeah. And honestly, I don't dress up. I don't have kids. But I like to just go and see I don't know how to describe it, but it is a Disneyland feeling. Just yeah. kids are so happy and people are so grateful yeah. that Aww. somebody's still doing it. And it's definitely nostalgic, yeah. right? You're yeah. not going to it's a mall. It's really cool. Yeah, you go and you feel like, I don't know. Yeah, I wanted to be there. I like, can. I'm looking yeah. at these pictures and I'm like, man, I wish I was there. That's Those so kids cool. are going to be talking about that when oh, they're older. I'm like, they remember will. when we used to do that? Yeah. Like, remember that guy who gave yeah. full-size candy bars? Seriously. That's the thing. And he started. So last year they ran out and we're like, oh my God. Because they had maybe... 600 kids and, and they ran out about 500 like what are we going to do and they just had soda pop so oh. <laughs> they're just like hey you know tootsie roll leftover or soda so now he does both yeah. And so yeah, yeah. <laughs> is it just on halloween night or does he do things leading up to no it's mo- just on halloween nice. night it takes him that long yeah um to get everything set up but um then awesome. he does the same thing kind of for christmas he has a letter for santa box and he'll pull the letters out and there'll be something from like one of the neighborhood kids that you know they want something small, you know, a new pencil eraser for school or something. Yeah. And he'll like wrap it up and put it on their on their porch from Santa. Aww. Yeah, it's That's pretty. Great. Yeah, I have one of those Darn. brothers. I have yeah. one of those brothers where he's the good guy and I'm like all the work. Um, <laughs> I want to go. I know. Hey, maybe we'll invite Forest, Forest Glen Edmonds next. Yeah. You know when Let's it go. is. Yeah. <laughs> all right. What was your what was your costume? Because oh I, I, I have to. <laughs> this was really cool. <laughs> So I don't know where this came from. I was like, every year I do the whole, I put a lot of um, like pressure on myself to make a really cool costume or something funny. I was like, if I'm going to do Halloween, like I'm just going to do it well. Uh, so I spent like a couple weeks just Googling random stuff. Um, and then I was on Netflix and Ali Wong special like popped up. Yes. And I was like, wow, that's it. I'm going to do it. And it's so, it's such a like effortless costume, but it also helps that I think I kind of look like her too. Yeah. So, the, um, the glasses, the like, it was, yeah. That was dope. Yeah. I got a leopard bodycon <laughs> dress yeah. off Amazon that I actually had to order again because I ordered my regular size but then I realized she's pregnant so (laughs) you need to have a little bit of it (laughs) has to get a little give um and then my boyfriend was Noah from Whole Foods (laughs) and have you have you seen the special so she um there's this little bit that she talks about she's like when I I'll know when I made it when I can afford sliced mango from Whole Foods and she talks about it's probably like Sliced up by this dude named Noah at Whole Foods. <laughs> I don't so know. Funny. Did he carry around a mango? He didn't carry around mango, which I was like, I mean, I understand. Like we went out, so it was like kind of awkward to be holding a piece of fruit all night. Yeah. But um, I got him the the apron that said Whole Foods. He had a little name tag that said Noah on it. That and it was perfect. funny. And That's then cute. I tagged her on Instagram, and she reposted oh, me. It was like my 15 <laughs> minutes of fame. 
Oh, that's so it was cool. The best. That's, awesome. <laughs> that's so cool. It's yeah, especially really when funny. you go through to like like emulate like a, a celebrity and they see it yeah. and like post it. That's really cool. I so. will say though that this was the first time I've never really done a celebrity costume yeah. before. Um, but I will say, like, this is the first time, and I, maybe this 2019 has just been a really big year for Asians in yeah. in Hollywood. Um, but she was like, I think her and, um, I mean, like, Crazy Rich Asians came out this yeah. year. Um, all of this stuff is like, I never really appreciated that, that I could have somebody to, yeah. um, that looks like me in Hollywood yeah. now, that we can actually dress up and look like. Yeah. Otherwise, it was me trying to be like Kim Kardashian or something <laughs> yeah. like that. And, no, it is um, because it then you're dressing the up as someone and, and no one knows who it is because it's, you know, it's not represented. Like, you're yeah. not represented. So, like, when you're in media and you're like represented and then you're like, man, I can dress up as someone and probably someone will know who it is. Yeah. Now. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's crazy. Like, you don't think about that. And it's like, I didn't think about that either until like, I mean, people of color and like, just like, uh, but when Black Panther came out, like little mm-hmm. kids are dressing up as Black Panther and that's such a like big thing, you know, but it's so small, but like, you don't realize yeah. like, oh man, I don't think like, you know, black kids really had like a superhero yeah. that was like positive, <laughs> you know what I mean? To like and dress think, up as Yeah, like, I think I just got used to it for the longest time that I didn't have anyone to look yeah. up to in Hollywood that looked like me. So then when it finally happened, I was like, oh, I get, I understand the, like the yep. ability to relate now so much more. So that was cool. Yeah. But that's I mean, it was just funny. I <laughs> no, I loved it. It was so cool. I was like, that's, that's a great <laughs> costume. One of my favorites this year. Uh, thank but, you. Yeah. Do anything? <laughs> you know what I did? <laughs> we sat here and watched uh, Air Force One. Yeah, because that's such wow. a Halloween movie. <laughs> like, well, so that's we're just, a classic. <laughs> so, so me and Frankie are doing, have been doing this thing where, like, well, we just we kind of started putting a like a actual method to it now, like yesterday. But we watched Air Force One, and the next day we watched The River Wild with like Meryl Streep. Did you ever, yeah. guys remember that movie? Yeah, we watched that. It was just movies that you kind of forget about. Like, I forgot the premise of this movie. Let's watch it. And so now we're doing like let's pick a year in the nineties. So we picked nineteen ninety three last night, and we watched The Firm. <laughs> I love John. And now, but now, but yeah, the thing. So now me but and Frankie firm. hate the piano, like because that music is like, <laughs> and it's like, and he kept saying, "Is this a comedy?" Because like, the music like, makes it sound like it's like this goofy movie. Like there's a. It scene. also sounds like the piano is like improvised and just like off camera somewhere, and the guy's like, "Oh, this moment like deserves this like," and it's like, "Where is this coming?" Coming from, yeah, and there's like this really intense moment that's supposed to be like super dramatic, and it's like the like the climax, and all of a sudden the, the piano goes from being really quiet to just being like this like really <laughs> fast <laughs> like like you feel like it's an episode of Friends or, like, or Seinfeld. Like, it felt like Seinfeld. Seinfeld. Yeah. yeah, it was just really it was weird because I don't. I remember the soundtrack to the firm being such a big deal, like oh, it's so good in the piano. But now we're watching, and I'm like, this is weird. It's like there's a great scene music that just doesn't fit the film. And like any romantic scene, just seemed really cheesy because it was like, and it was just, it almost felt like it was like a cheesy piano. It was literally like, all piano. Too, <laughs> it did though, like it was like, what's gonna happen right now? Like it was, it was awkward. There was but. also like suddenly a moment where the strings came in, and it was yeah. like, where have they been all? Like it literally was just a dude at a piano the whole movie. <laughs> it's really funny. Yeah, and then a the violin starts, and you're like, okay. Yeah. All right, everyone, we're going to get into the episode. Um, so if you guys haven't heard the show before, the way it works, there's a box in the middle of the table. Inside the box are um, questions submitted from people on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. We pick a question. We discuss it. We do two rounds of that, and that's it. So, Frankie, you go. Oh, I'm starting this. You go first. Okay. I'm so nervous. Oh. You should Don't be. Me. No, no, you, you've been talking. You're good. <laughs> oh. 
is interesting. <laughs> right, let's go. <laughs> Who's it by? Uh, Tre- Trevor Ray via Instagram. Hello, Trevor. Uh, what type of Survivor player would you be? Oh. You guys watch Survivor? Did you ever watch Survivor? Survivor is still yeah. going. It yeah. is. Yeah. We're, okay. season, yeah, yeah, yeah. we're watching like season, season 39. 39. Yeah, yeah. But are you watching it? We're watching yeah. it oh. now. It's good. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm totally what into it. What type of now. Survivor oh, player? Here's the thing, too. When we moved here about a year ago now, Bailey was like, oh, let's start from watching Survivor from the beginning. So okay. we watched the first, I think we're, six. we're in season six, right? Yeah. So we started from the beginning. And some of them are really hard to watch. It's like, only because I think they're they're getting they didn't know what it was it was like an experimental type of show at first where it was like right. people want to win a million dollars and da, 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 da. and until someone started coming up with a method and like oh let's do numbers and let's do like uh, alliances and that mm-hmm. kind of thing it didn't really turn it the first season's really boring even second and third season they don't really know how they're like want to be nice to each other and like oh you guys are my tribe and like i don't want to be mean and like they get really angry when they're voted off and like it's like really weird like it's just like they took it too seriously but there's also entire episodes that are just boring like, yeah you're just happens. literally watching them eat yeah you're just yeah. and it's scratch and yeah. themselves and now they've turned into like it's like it's been filtered and like they figured it out and now it's mm-hmm. kind of like let's just show them like let's show the viewer just like the the bone like the meat of it like let's not show them all this you know stuff that they don't really care about so now it's kind of like turned into like we're just giving you all the good stuff and it's really fun to watch now so I think it's hard to say what type of player I would be because it's so easy watching the show to be like, why Why the hell did that person do that? Or like, why? Yeah. But when you think about being on an island with like 10 other people and you're trying to remember where everyone else's vote is at, where everyone else's alliances are, try and remember whether or not like, oh, did I think that person was lying to me? Do Like, who do I think is being honest? Always being paranoid that your name's on the chopping block. Like... I don't know that there's a way to go in as a type of player. I think the game, either you'll go soft and get voted off, or yeah. the game will harden you and you'll be like, okay, this is cut through. Like, I feel like, Stacy, I feel like you would get voted off. Oh, absolutely. You know, I, no. Because I'd be in the no, corner, no. like, while they're hunting, I'm like, no, I'm, like, no, scribbling I, out who's going to vote me off. I'd be, I know. I'd be planning so much. But you're, a, you're a, this is, from watching it, like, you're a strong personality, and you'd probably, like, go into some, like, leadership role, and they target leaders, like, crazy. Yeah, they do. And you are like that, though. I mean, like, I'd you're like, just. I'd be like, well, why are we hunting, yeah. like, elderberries? Like, it's exactly. winter. Elderberries don't grow in winter. But I feel Let's... like you would, like, it was just, you just have a target because you're, they'd be like, oh, she's, like, she's the leader. I'm like, and then they take them out. It's so weird. Like, they, like the people in Survivor hate, like, when someone is, like, the leader. Yeah, I don't think well, you can the, be logical. No, in that. but and it's I'd also be like really a logical. Yeah. And, and try to control everything, yeah. and I'd be gone. Yeah. Because well, people get, there's always that person that gets like, oh, she bothers me and she's, she's, she thinks she's a leader. And then they go to someone like, we need to vote her off. And yeah, it's you like, know, I'd never make it on. Like, I, just, I don't think I would yeah, either. I, I wouldn't even make you it on. You don't think so? I feel like you would. I feel like, honestly, I feel like you'd probably surprise yourself. I feel like you'd, you'd make it. I mean, and I'd be watching. How, you know, how do you like, even get screened for that? Yeah. Like, I think they just have auditions. You, you go on like tape. CBS and then you send a little tape. Um, sometimes you just. Sometimes people get on because they're just funny and they like the personality. Yeah. And sometimes it like they do all like like faux things that you would do, like shoot a bow and arrow, and they get on. Um, okay. I think I would just be. I would play the middle. I think. I think I'd be semi good at challenges. I think I'd be good at puzzles, but I'd also play under the radar. Like, oh yeah, I feel for like, sure. But That's- you have to like. 
people are like, oh, you, you have to lie. I'm, I would lie. I would cheat. I would do everything. I, it's a million hey, it's dollars. It's called Survivor. Yeah, like, I mean, do what you can. But yeah, so some people are like, oh, I'd win at challenges and I wouldn't, I'd be morally good. And I'm like, I don't know. Like you, you're trying to win, you're trying to manipulate, outwit, outplay. Yeah, I feel I'd like be I'd be looking good. at the whole thing. Like I'd want my tribe to win, you know, yeah. I'd be like, if you do this and you do this and I yeah, yeah. just be See, a target. I would know? like flip. I would like, yeah. when they do that merge, I'd be like, whoever wants me, I'm, I'm down. Like, yeah. let's get through this. Like, alliance. you think so? Yeah. I, I don't think, like... I don't think I would have tribe royalty. Uh, lo- royalty, loyalty at all. <laughs> See how he said loyalty. <laughs> royalty. <Yeah. laughs> um, I don't think I would. I feel like it would be like if I if it if I had something solid down to like move anywhere else, and if I had numbers and I wasn't getting along, and I knew someone on my original tribe was stronger than me, I would have to go to the other but, side and take them but out. You care about people. No, I oh, do. I you do. do. I do. But I would have to. Oh, sacri- look at Frankie. I guess yes. maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yes, no. No, it's like one of those things where I think you would have to do that. Like if, if it's a million dollars and you need that a million dollars, like I don't know if I could if I could show that. Like I think on a show like that where if it's competitive, I, I'm a competitive person. So if it's a game, I don't care about people. Because okay. I life, can see you, you know, being worried about Yeah, that's yeah. the difference. It's oh, not, it's not think, real life. I'll, yeah. I'll leave instead if of it's you. Family, you have two kids and I don't. And, yeah. and sacrificing yourself for somebody like, else. Like my friends and family. Would you sacrifice family? yourself for Frank? Yeah. I would. He probably thinks I wouldn't because I make fun of him too much. So he's like, <laughs> but see, that's what I think would happen. Like, you'd yeah. be ready to win, but then, yeah. you know, yeah. Frankie needs, you know, life saving kidney transplant needs a million dollars. So you'd be like, okay, Frankie, take my spot. Maybe. So you'd be second. <laughs> so you'd be the Fuck. second survivor. I would. I, would. I don't know. Yeah, you're right. I don't I, think so. Especially with I think no he food. Would, I think he would be like, look, I'm taking this, but I'll, I'll help you out. Like, <laughs> I'll cut you a check for like 50000 I'm doing it for you. Okay. Yeah. 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 I can see that. I would probably uh, do it for whatever makes good TV. Like in my audition tape, I'd be like, yeah. I have no skills, but <laughs> I would. <laughs> but I rock a leopard body concert. I will make this show interesting and yeah. I will keep it going for another season. That's how I would sell myself. So you're you're like athletic, right? Right. Yeah, right. I guess. So would you under would you would you not let people know how competitive, like how good you are at certain things? Like, would you play yourself mm-hmm. down? Because people do that too. Like they're paramedic but they don't tell anyone or they're a cop and they don't tell anyone yeah i feel like i would wait until they really need me and yeah. then like play that card and, and what, then they'd be like oh my gosh what yeah. and then they're like wow she's so valuable um you know i'm just uh, honestly i probably die on survivor <laughs> but i like i, <laughs> I think overall I've, i'm pretty good at problem solving and figure something out to make it like my mentality in life in general is just like let's just get to the next thing and then decide from there like not plan too much so i think i'd be like let's just get to the next round i made it for one more round i'm I'm safe for another round uh and then we'll figure it out from there but i think like i mean i don't know how much of survivor is tv like production right and then also just obviously the competition itself but i would definitely write off of like being that one person that everybody's like, oh man, that did you see when Jesse did that? Yeah, like, yeah, it'd be fun. Like I'd be um, the one that'd be talked about, so I could keep on staying on the show for a while. <laughs> that's how I'd make it. <laughs> I mean, hey, I think that's a good strategy. Be memorable. Well, it's TV. Yeah, it's so much fun. You guys gotta watch it. Yeah, I guarantee oh, for sure. I, you'll get it. You'll get sucked in like we did. <laughs> All right. Mech arm one via IG. 
I'm very indifferent towards homeless. And I don't know why. Why do you, um, how do you all react to homeless? Hmm. Um, I feel like I, um, younger because it's like one of those things that's ingrained in you to kind of just be rude or just don't look at them. Don't make eye contact. Don't, um, and now older, getting older and having things (laughs) going through your own (laughs) issues and going through shit and kind of just thinking about like, man, what if my life went in a certain way and I didn't have help or I didn't, it's different. Like I feel differently and I try my hardest sometimes to kind of put myself in other people's shoes because it, it sucks. Like sometimes I just feel really bad. Like, do you have any money? And I'm sometimes I'm like, I don't really have anything. And I'm like Mm -hmm. scrounging, like, can I give you something? And like, sometimes I'm like, no, I'm sorry. But I always try to just treat them like I would treat anyone else. But then sometimes there's people that are aggressive and then it's kind of like, I don't know what's going to happen. So then you're kind of like, you have to kind of be cold and it sucks because you're like, no, no, I have to go a certain way or you're nervous because you don't know how they're going to react because maybe some mental illness is going on. So you're kind of like, well, I don't know what to do. But um, also my job has kind of helped me with that too. I feel like sometimes I just had to deal, especially the store I was at when I was in Los Angeles, I had to deal with a lot more. So just, and I felt like, I got out of bad situations more when I treat the, treat, uh, treat them more like a human than like someone not like, hey, you know, what are you doing? Like, mm-hmm. you know, you can't do that. Like that kind of thing. If they were like bothering people and it would just be like, okay, I'm sorry. And it would be different than if you treat them like they're not a human mm-hmm. and not a person that's going through their own issues. Like they react differently. So I think it's interesting though how they say indifferent. I was going to say that too. Difference. And that's different than having an opinion yeah. about it. So I, f- I find that question interesting, I think and it, it, it may be it may be experience. Like how, yeah. what does indifference mean to, to the person you're around versus it could mean like I just don't have a lot of experience in it, yeah. you know, and and therefore I don't have an opinion. And um, but having a lot of experience with the homeless, I um, managed a retail store across from a city-sanctioned homeless encampment for two years, and actually got to sit on the board of of the of the camp um and i started out i wouldn't say indifferent but not sure what to expect especially as somebody who dealt with the public and you know was having 80 homeless people across the street from my business gonna be a challenge or would it be rewarding um and it it was both it but I think what came out of it, because people come to me and say, hey, you know, how should I vote on this issue? And I don't like needles, you know, on the ground. And I don't like somebody sleeping in my backyard. And these homeless people are doing this. And it's just not that simple. It's just not. More homeless people look like we do today than look like people who typically have mental illness and haven't had access Mm -hmm. to go and shower and bathe those things so really when we talk about homeless people what we're really talking about is people who look dirty and don't have access to basic things that we all you know kind of take for granted like a shower or they're dealing with mental illness the reality is is there's more homeless people surfing on different couches um sleeping in their cars yeah Yeah. so there there Mm -hmm. is a larger percentage out in the world of homeless people who don't look yeah there's like a there's an image that ingrained in us and like that's a homeless person yeah and, yeah, and I think sometimes it's actually that those are people maybe dealing with mental illness yeah. and there's, it's okay to be wary of that. You're yeah. thinking about your own personal safety and, and, um, but you also want to deal with compassion. And then 
I always love it when people get upset when you like give a guy a buck. And they're like, man, they didn't even say thank you. You yeah. know, and you're like, oh, come on, dude. Really? Yeah, he owes you a thank you. Just give, you want to give the guy a dollar, give him a dollar. You're right? doing it for the thank you, you at that point. Yeah, if you're yeah. doing it for the thank you. But, um, yeah. you know, and it's okay to feel differently about mental illness. You know, I, I have a big heart for people who um, interact and, and share their stories. Um, one of my favorite customers um, was, is one of my good friends. He lived homeless on the side of a hill in Seattle with his dog and was a customer for seven years. And uh, when it was time to put Lucky down, this dog who was just fabulous, this pit bull, um, he'd put nail polish on her and a bomber jacket and goggles. <laughs> and she was a big hit at our store. You know, kids loved to see her. And we saw, I saw him every day for seven years. And when it was time to put Lucky down, we went and did that together. Oh, um, that's very cool. Yeah, but that feels like doing something with a friend in a way. Mm-hmm. But this was somebody who chose to live, literally chose to live their life more off the grid mm. um, so it's all about you know learning about those people yeah. and deciding what to do but you, you don't have to feel one way about all the issues that are out there yeah. I get really pissed off because there's a bunch of people shooting up in my back alley yeah. like that just mm-hmm. sucks it creeps me out and I don't like it yeah. but that doesn't mean that I might not vote for issues that can affect homelessness and yeah, I feel like it's yeah. just like anything. There's so many different layers of that that issue yeah. of homelessness, and it's so many different ranges. And but I think if you're indifferent, you know, the easiest thing to do is just say hello to somebody. Yeah. yeah. You know, this guy sitting on the street asking for a quarter. You know, be gratefully that's not you. And there's probably a reason that person ended up. But who are you to judge? And at the very least, just say hello. Say hello. Yeah. You can I, say hello. I think the word indifferent caught me too, because yeah. I think. As a society, we are just programmed to be, and I think that's not just this person. Like we are programmed to be indifferent. Like indifference mm-hmm. is like you walk by them and you're just not right. You have no real response. You either give them a dollar, even giving them a dollar doesn't mean you're not indifferent to their plight or their needs. Like you, you're just accepting that they're there. Yeah. Um, having lived in Chicago and LA and now in Seattle and seeing over, I mean, homelessness in this country is definitely on the uptick for sure. But there's a guy who occasionally camps like right outside of our apartment. And I saw the tent go up and I was like, I had an idea of what that person looks like. And then one day I saw him and he looked like a completely normal, mm-hmm. like dude, just going to work. I don't yeah. even know where he was going. He was like just dressed mm-hmm. in clothes and like in a hoodie and he looked completely <laughs> clean. And then he like, came. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, okay, like, so is this a choice? Like what brought him here? Yeah. And then I saw, I watched him one morning from my bedroom as he like packed up, like, and he brought in like a, a dolly and like, he took all the stuff out of his tent and like, he piled it really nicely and like wrapped it all up. I don't even know whether, like, I think the dolly was like inside the tent with him (laughs) and it was like this whole process he has, like he's moving on to the next location so that he doesn't like, and I, I had to like readjust my whole, I mean, cause there's also a guy who walks through this neighborhood screaming at the sun in the mornings and he's obviously like a little unwell. And that's a different breed of homelessness. Yeah. At the homeless yeah. camp across the street from my store, um, met one of the, the guys that was homeless but in charge of the camp and, you know, introduced talking about their story. And we're going on about something. He's like, yeah, you know. And then when I was on my condo board and, you know, we were having to figure out the pool and I'm just like, man, <laughs> condo board, right? Yeah. And he never shared his story, but there's, you know, it, it can be mental illness. It can literally be financial. So many, so many vets, so many people who are just literally injured. Right. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, the stories are amazing. Or just not even having like a family to like if if I ever yeah. got to a point where I couldn't afford bills and that like I have a, a small network, but somewhere I could fall in, somewhere I could go and be like, hey, I need a place, I need whatever. But these people just obviously don't have that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I will say that they're like the there's this barrier that I see like where somebody's sitting on the street and I walk by and they're asking for a dollar and um, for me I think it's just like a barrier of I just I don't know who you are mm-hmm. yeah, like I'm right. not I'm not gonna if I don't know you you know yeah. like, a normal person who's not homeless yeah. I'm not just gonna give you a dollar for no reason anyway um, but and like if Bailey if you if I didn't know you and you came up to me on the street and asked for money I'm like no, no. what <laughs> like um so I will say like my experience with homelessness um so I am a fourth year dental student at UW and our demographic um at our clinics is mostly people who um can't afford dental insurance or just paying out of pocket for something that they need it's never like I want full veneers and like I want a beautiful thousand dollar smile it's always something based off of need um, and I like a majority of our patients, um, and I will say like people come in with like all of their belongings with them and you can tell that they yeah. do not have some place to keep that. Um, and we also go out on outreach services, um, work in like a lot of tent cities and bring our mobile clinics there. And, um, the difference for me now is that like, we've been able to have conversations with them and be personable um and really get to know them and the difference is like and i mean i think the biggest shocker to me for the longest time when i when i first started working um in these tent cities was that like they all have jobs and they're trying to but they just don't have enough to find like a place to stay consistently yeah um and they're it, it was just really cool. Like the most rewarding thing for me one time was to be able to like fix this lady's front teeth so that she could go for a job interview, <laughs> you know, like things yeah. like that. Um, just make it so much more personable. And I think the tough thing in our societies these days is you see, like we were talking about earlier, the, we, we think of homelessness as like that dirty guy on the street. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's for me, the, the definition has expanded. Um, yeah. It's like a lot new perspective with that um and for me just like it's not it it just personal humanizes them so much more it's not something that we see that's like there's this boundary between me and him just because he's sitting on the street and i think if you're indifferent to the good the good thing about homelessness that didn't come out right but the good thing for wanting to expand your horizons is there's so many ways to do it whether you do it through your job and and volunteering and, and doing dental work i um, volunteer at a pet clinic for the homeless and low income so I'm a big fan of pets and um, so there's a clinic called the Doni Clinic downtown where you can bring um, your pet and get free vet care so that's I'm really passionate about if you're passionate um, about women and children you can reach out to a local church and, mm-hmm. and help there um, quite honestly if you're a homeless white dude there's not a lot of resources for you. You'd think there are, but if you don't fall into a category of being a teenager, a female, um, a person of color, um, th- there's actually not a lot of resources. So right. if you're a white mm. dude and want to help out other white dudes, um, yeah. you know, you might, I don't know, 
find, find it, it's actually it's actually pretty hard you, yeah. you know wow. so yeah. yeah it was kind of kind of interesting yeah. finding that out I was trying to work with a guy who needed dental care and and there wasn't a lot of free dental care out there unless mm-hmm. unless you did fall into a category but I think too is like there's even just getting involved in your community like on a political yeah. level right there's a lot of decisions being made every yep, day especially like vote. housing is becoming less and less affordable even to people like me like I make good money, and it's harder and harder to live in a city, especially, like, I mean, everywhere I've ever lived. Like, the housing market is just skyrocketing, and you're forcing more and more people to the outskirts and to places where there aren't even houses or they can't afford even to get a place, you know? I mean, if the very least you do is donate your winter coats yeah. to the local tent city, yeah. man, that yeah. that's something. So, you know, choose to be indifferent or not, but there's lots of ways to engage. Yeah. That was kind of heavy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the I first like. time I was ever on the show, the first question I pulled was about abortion. So oh, I think yeah. we're good so far. <laughs> and I then the next question was like, what pizza do you like? <laughs> <laughs> do I just, does it, is it the uh, next one? Yeah, all these little. You can uh, choose whatever yeah. one you want. Yeah, pick, pick, pick the right a, one, man. It doesn't pick have to right be the one, one on top. No. Okay, no, I'm going to no. go somewhere in the go middle. Go wherever. <laughs> Oh, that? this is this this this. What is that? Oh mean? yeah, that just means that's I, just, yeah. I okay. just picked something. Bailey wrote this one. <laughs> How do you feel about Instagram taking away likes? Yeah. So you do know that um, eventually they're going to take away likes, but not necessarily your likes. You'll be able to see yours, but other people won't be able to see your likes. They're not being visible by other people. So if I go to your page, uh-huh. I won't be able to see how many likes your pictures got. Oh, okay. Is that a thing now? No, it's, it's, it's going it's to, going be. to oh, be. Oh, 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 okay. So how do you guys feel about that? <laughs> I feel like Facebook's probably going to follow because they're the same. Yeah. And Twitter yeah. will probably follow as well, I think. I'm Maybe. intrigued about why. I think, um, for me, I feel like it's coming from a place where kids in school, especially younger kids, mm-hmm. they base their value of themselves based off of their likes. So... But they can still see their own likes. They can still yeah. see their own. But, but other, other people can't Yeah, judge so you. I can't judge you like, oh, you don't have that many likes, so you're not as cool as me because I have like a thousand. So, so now they're can, just, yeah. they're going to say, I bet you don't have as many likes as I yeah, do. Yeah, and they're like, let me <laughs> see let yours. Let me see, yeah. yeah. Yeah, But I think it's a little bit different because I feel like, um, especially nowadays, people aren't as upfront, like in person, so they're probably not going to ask. Like, let me see your, because no one wants to deal with each other anymore. Like everyone mm. is through texting or like, send a screenshot of how many likes you have. But I think it is, um, I think it's a good thing because I, I feel like kids do go through that, like, oh, am I as good as, like, you know, John, who has, like, 17,000 likes and I only have, like, eight? And they're comparing themselves because they feel like, you know, I'm less than because of this person has way more. Um, it, it's a different identity thing, I think, going on, like, that I never really got to go through. I, I Nokia phones were, like, mm-hmm. when I was in school. It was, like... <laughs> You know, the backlit by green light. It was, you know what I mean? Like, so I didn't deal with, like, social media in school. So I don't really know what that's like. But I, it has to be shitty. Like, there's no way. I like, think it's I a step in the right direction. But I don't think it solves. Like, it's, like you said, like, yeah. you're still going to be, like. I think I get, I think it gets rid of a little bit. It gets rid of, like, how you feel about yourself, I think. Like, more than I think anything. can't hurt. Yeah. I mean, it's helping. But it's, bigger. It's not going to get rid of it. No. Like, but that's maybe how, it shows that they're thinking about it. They're thinking yeah. I'm, I'm, as you know, I am way more intrigued about whether it's Insta or the gram <laughs> or, or IG or I, is that, I didn't, I hadn't heard IG, man. IG. But what was the discussion we had? You, you talked about, well, you would only say the gram in this situation. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> so I'm walking, like, asking like my 16 year old and 13 year old, he's like, what do you call it? Do you call it the gram? I, I don't, I want to be been cool. 
I think which I'm so not, some people but... when they're taking a picture, they'll be like, "I'm doing it for the gram" or like something yeah, like that. Yeah. yeah. Or your what's your Insta? Oh, I've never even yeah, about it. Yeah, yeah, people. <laughs> yeah, I started hearing it on TV. I'm like, crap! I'm still calling it Instagram. I'm yeah. just like, you know, when you're, I'm a bit older than than most of the people I work with, so it's always like trying yeah. to catch up. I'm like, what's the buzzword? What's I, don't know. I love I, I love when you text word? me questions. I think it's hilarious. Like the, my favorite is still like apple bottom jeans. <laughs> I was like, what is that? <laughs> That's great. I was like, is that an insult? Is that good? <laughs> that was funny. Uh, yeah, do, you, do you feel how you feel? Any? Yeah, you're good. I think we're all good with that. I don't really. I mean, like. For people who aren't like influencers, it's kind of like okay, great. I don't like my yeah. pictures get twelve likes yeah. on average. I don't care. And like, know, I, isn't I don't Instagram not the thing? Like when I talk to my nieces, it's all about Snapchat. Yeah, is it really? It's, um, like, it's Snapchat, still, Snapchat, Snapchat, Snapchat and TikTok really are where it's going for the yeah. kids. Yeah, well, but there's oh a whole God. there's like just a whole issue about the. I, I don't want to jump into this, but there was a headline yesterday or the day before about uh, the. Uh, security of the back end of TikTok where basically it's a foreign-owned company that now has access to all this information or whatever. I don't... I'm kind of speaking. I didn't read the whole article, so I don't have a lot to say about it. But also, like, I work at a marketing agency and, like, we've had trouble getting Snapchat to work from an advertising perspective. I mean, maybe it's specific to the brands we work with, but it doesn't seem like there's a huge audience there. And it seems yeah. like they like they're it's less it's engaged. Like, it's as. like how Facebook starts well, off. Facebook and it's is like, the yeah. new MySpace. Yeah. Basically. Right. Yeah. Facebook's struggling a lot because yeah. they, I, know, I will say like, I think kids though, I mean the issue of fitting in and wanting uh, recognition and validity is always going to be a theme like, yeah. across generations. Like this is just a new forum. Yeah. forum. Like w- this is just because this, um, this like social media is available to them now which when we were growing up exactly. it was like well I don't have that cool jacket from you know whatever yeah. like and I mean I remember I right. begged which now the kids my are wearing. mom They're wearing well, those jackets I had a now. huge like <laughs> Abercrombie and Fitch face and I'm so ashamed of that like, <laughs> because I just wanted that stupid embroidered moose yep. on my polo yep. that was just like terrible and but for some reason that made me feel seen yeah and I think in this way it's like there's just this is just a new platform for it and I think kids are always but that's just like growing up you know like yeah. we're all still finding ourselves and being like like even I mean even now like we're yeah. adults and still seeking recognition yeah. and yep. validity from other people you just as you get older you decide that there's just some people you don't care about yeah (laughs) i think that like the likes and shares is kind of like the new keeping up with the joneses like it's our generation's version of like even as adults we still do it like i still see people on instagram and like oh i wonder how i can get that trip or that jacket still sometimes Mm -hmm. clothes or like where's that link where's the brand is that like i'll do that too there's a comedian out there talking about um champion brand yeah yeah Mm. and he's like it's back and it's like and I'm taking my son out and it's 50 bucks he's like when it was you know when Mm -hmm. I was 12 it was at JCPenney's and my mom made me wear it I just bought it because it's like it's like a weird inflation though Mm -hmm. because it's like I think it probably would have been 50 bucks in that time if it was like by inflation so maybe it is the same price don't you think we're going to see backlash on influencers now you're already starting to see I think it's already happening yeah well even like the uh, like the Instagram aesthetic is totally dead like people are leaning more towards like actual like less filters less poses and like more like uh what do you call it like candid just Mm -hmm. real life things yeah so it's gonna be interesting to see where all that lands 
But it's weird too because the champion thing is a, sort of about the embroiderment. Like that little mm-hmm. symbol on the left mm-hmm. chest is like a huge. Champion Reebok, like all that yeah. stuff's coming. Fila. Champion does yeah. nothing. Fila either. <laughs> it looks very like '90s, and I'm like, <laughs> no, thank you. Like seriously, like I look at it, I'm like, why? Yeah. I feel like you're wearing my. My old clothes. Like, all these kids, I feel like they're wearing my old clothes or, like, my sister's old clothes was a little bit older than me. Mm. But, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, all right, all right Stacey. That's oh, my turn. <laughs> it's your turn. Netflix wants to ban cigarettes on uh, their programs. Really? Mostly from youth-targeted content, like Stranger Things. What do y'all think? Go for it. Uh, I mean, yeah. do it. Who cares? I mean, cigarettes are really addictive and really bad. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's really no two ways about that. I, I have like an issue. I do have an general, issue. I'm right? on the flip. Like, I'm on the yeah. flip side of this. There's I get so it. many other things out there you could ban. I mean, uh, there's the thing. So I, the many thing things you could ban. No, like on on Netflix, yeah, yeah. like yeah. That's but, like a but, lot of content. That we I can don't know, talk but about. this is the thing, though. Like, I get, I get what they're saying because it's. I know it was like the health board or whatever the people, cigarette people. I don't know who they are, but um, the cigarette, people. the cigarette people, like the, like the cigarette <laughs> smoking man. Yeah, what would you? Yeah. Have the smoke? Like he's the just big like, man. like it's probably like the American Heart Association. There you go. <laughs> Thank you. I just couldn't. The truth. I was like people. the truth people. You know those. Truth.org. Truth.org. So. There's I, I had seen this on like it was like on the news and it was like this thing where um, Stranger Things was like the target because one of the main characters. Do you guys watch Stranger yep. Things mm-hmm. by the way? Yeah. Okay, so what's his name? The the main the officer the guy. Yeah, he was the target because he smokes. And they're like, next the next coming season we want him to stop smoking or we don't. He needs to limit the amount of smoking that he's doing on the show. And for me, I had like this super negative like reaction to it. I was like, no, he smokes. Like, no, that's his character. Like, I don't want him to stop smoking or not. Because I feel like it shows it's a character, right? So it's showing like when he's a little stressed, he smokes, or when he's going through something, he's smoking. And it's like a thing that that character is doing. And I get it. There's kids on the show, and kids watch the show. So it's like you don't want them to promote it. But it's an adult smoking. It's not like the kids are smoking. Did you it's care just, when they cut them out of movies? I mean, some movies, not all movies. Right, but they cut them out of movies that were geared towards a younger audience. I mean, yeah, Disney, mm. Disney like, won't to, create characters that smoke anymore, so like, like Cruella, Cruella DeVille. DeVille. Yeah. But it also used to be like that cool thing, right? Because cigarettes do make people look cool in movies because it's always like that super dramatic. Because cool. kind like, of a badass cool, vibe. And the yeah. smoke. Yeah. And, like, but like it was in movies that were geared towards like teenagers or to young adults. Like, it, like uh, all the movies from the 80s like had that cool kid in high school who smoked, and that was banned because it was like, well... Didn't like pony boy smoke, yeah. you know? <laughs> yeah. But I've never that smoked a cigarette in my life. And you're not ever? cool. No. Mm-hmm. Not once? No. Ever? No. So up Weird. your pull factor. <laughs> yeah. I think that's so you can start now. I mean, and I've watched lots of movies. I think this question is mostly yeah. targeted towards like, I mean, yeah, that's what, like Freaky, I was saying, if they want to do it, like just whatever, do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't think you're going to miss it. Like you're not going to be watching it going, man, that guy should be smoking. So, yeah, like I get I it. But yeah. I think it's going to open up other discussions <laughs> yeah. for right. people being like, well, then if they you're going to ban cigarettes, then you're not, you shouldn't ban all these other things. Yeah. And I think like that's a huge can of worms. But I like, I would yeah. even go as far as to be like, okay cool then why are they drinking coke like why are they drinking sodas at such a young age like they shouldn't be drinking you know it does it's a slippery slope but but so i mean when you think about the marketing that 
cigarette companies have done. Like cigarette companies have paid for placement. Right, exactly. Yeah, that's so true. I would say that's probably what makes it different than if, you know, people just binge eating candy instead right. of smoking or something, you know. Yeah, that's true. You know, Mars probably isn't paying someone to well, product placement all their candy, you know, for the sheriff yeah. to eat instead of smoke. But, um, true. yeah, I think. Even the Marlboro used to have, their dude, their logo used to be the Marlboro Smoking Man. Yeah. They had to get rid of him. Well, because like, he died horrifically well, of that, cancer. Yeah, that too. Oh. <laughs> or in like 15 They're like, uh, yeah. let's get rid of that. Yeah. No, don't need people asking questions yeah. what happened to the Marlboro Man. I think ultimately if the, if the show is geared towards adults and you know, above a certain age range, like fine, but I don't know. I can't. I get. I also get where you're coming from. Like you never smoked. You also like. I think I just like character. Yeah. So I think mm. sometimes cigarettes are just a cool, <laughs> they're <a> cool character <laughs> piece. Well, but, why? But, do, I, but why but do we think that? I mean, that, quite yeah. honestly, yeah, that's yeah. all. That's I mean, that's all a, marketing. Yeah, that's, that's very happened, true. You know? But I just, I don't know. There's something. It's not necessarily it's that like I feel watching like a person breathe smoke. Yeah, I feel like like yeah. seeing light hit smoke is just a cool like atmosphere yeah. to me. Like and and also just seeing a time. And I know that there there's probably adjustments for if it's like if it's a if it's set in a period like maybe like the 50s or like mm-hmm. the 80s where they're yeah. smoking still indoors. Like I feel like they're okay with it because it's a period thing and they're like, we get it. But um, I don't know. I think I think that's part of like sometimes you just, it's more aesthetically for me and it's not that I think that smoking is cool. It's just a little touch, even though I don't I, agree with it, I still think it's like a cool little just yeah. accent mm-hmm. to a character. Like, I agree with the character yeah. reference. Like I'm never going to see, like I'm never not going to picture Snoop Dogg without a joint in his yeah. hand. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know. Yeah, and but like you said, it's a slippery slope because now we ban cigarettes, so you mm-hmm. know, yeah. two people yeah. just made love and then instead of a cigarette, they pull out a blunt or something, you know, like <laughs> yeah. you know, <laughs> one they've got to still create that atmosphere of yeah. what do you do after having sex? You know? It's funny you say that because there was just an airline that banned uh, same-sex love scenes from on-flight, in-flight movies, and there was this huge backlash, and I think it was. I, I should Google it before I say the name. <laughs> yeah. It was a really popular airline. I think it starts with a D and is five letters long. But uh, they um, it, they just had to put them back in. They just yeah. lost the fight. A, a bunch of people were, like, pissed. They're like, you can't do that. So, yeah, well, ban everything. Let's ban everything. Yep. All right. Let's just get back to radio plays where you can't show anything. There's no screens Seriously. anymore. All right, I'm going to break this one. We'll do one more round. But I'm going to talk about an app that I just got. It's called Claw with two E's after the, at the end, Claw E. Um, so it's this. So C-L-A-W-E-E? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, so I asked him to download it really quick before the show. I did. Um, and what it is, is it's a warehouse full of those like claw-like things, but you operate it from your phone. They have cameras on each one and there's different toys. So they have like a, a plush toys or different things that you can go for. It's free to play at, at start. They give you like coins and you can gain more coins. Or you can buy No, this Sorry. is so cool. I love and it. So <laughs> it's not animated. It's, it's not it's, it's a real. real. It's a real it's legit real. Okay. So today so today I downloaded it and I wanted this little cloud plush. And I got it. Like I was shocked. Like I, I was losing a lot. Like the, I think I played three times I did three tries and you lose coins and you're like, fuck, like I'm losing. Like I'm not gonna get one. <laughs> I knew I wasn't. Gonna, I was like, I'm not gonna get it. Like, like you it's never stupid. get one of those, right? No. Yeah. But you still you see, hope every and time. A, <laughs> and there's a little bit of a delay too. So like, you're making it go oh. right, and then like you let go, and then it like still keeps going. I'm like, no, it's not. So then you start learning. Like, okay, it's a little delay. So I'm gonna. Now I figured you out. So I figured it out. Third time gets it. 
the first the second time i did it, it caught it and then dropped it as it was on its way to the like the little the hole and the third time did it again and i was like oh it's gonna drop it and it dropped in so they take your information like what's your your address and they and mail they you mail the little plush and so i got like there's <laughs> And then they got me because then they're like, do you want a VIP like thing for $3.99? And you just buy it. It's $3.99. It's not like per month or anything. And you can get, you have access to more things. So then they have like Pokeballs and like all these different random like plushies, a like, giraffe and like all these cooler things because they're a little bit higher tier and they're more money. So like 800 fake coins instead of like so 200. So I'm picturing a big warehouse with hundreds of these machines. Is that, yeah, I mean, well, so, so what happens if you reason, and Frankie want to play the same machine? So how I know how yeah he's gonna he's gonna he's gonna show you guys. So how I know about it is I watched this little video and it's this girl and she was like kind of talking about it. And she's walking through the warehouse and it's cool because it has it's like these little things and they all have like you can see the webcams on each one and there's just different toys in each one and she's just walking through and you can see like rows and rows and rows. It can it's basically cool. like it shows the camera in this thing and if I had two hundred coins I could play this. But then, um, <laughs> hold on, let's make this a little brighter. So then the other thing is, like, you could pick the plushies from this list of, like, what machine <laughs> you want to play. Like, oh, I like this monkey. And it'll show you the monkey machine. <laughs> <laughs> this, there's it's, something yeah, about this so that feels cool. really pornographic. <laughs> what? Like, what? I look not at where like, I'm I want oh, this. Here's why. Because it's... It's real time. Like there's some something like a webcam. There, it's like a webcam. Yeah. So oh. you know what? It's it's like yeah. There's Instant like, I want that plushie. Okay. Yeah. I want that. So move, move a little to the left. <laughs> yeah. Move a little to the right. Yeah. There's something. Stacy, I think you just have a dirty mind. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, that's quite possible too. But does that not seem? Like, no, I mean I didn't I think, think about it until I, like now. there's somebody in that warehouse managing these things, like watching this stuff happen. I think it's just like a new. I think it's just a new way of doing something, you know. But yeah, it's, and it's so was porn I brought, on your phone. I brought you to my basket <laughs> where I was about to tell you that like oh. you could click that. I won those two this morning. Yeah, he won two, and I was like, so, so it's like I I have a question. I I'm a little hesitant about this app, a little bit. I feel like there's some kind of scammy back-end thing that could be potentially happening. I don't know what it is. I don't think so. I just feel like it starts with plushies and moves on from there. Well, the idea like, is that, like, they right? give you... Pick a girl you like. <laughs> Pick a... Or, you know, what, what's the next thing they're going to put in there to keep people... Oh, there's, how, how long do you want know. the chair to vibrate? I think there are... There <laughs> are... This is real, like... Yeah. yeah. Oh. Yeah. That's a lot of... Yeah. Material. Yeah. Well, and so I did read, like, a, a a Reddit forum that did say that, like, some people have said they got all the prizes they won. Some people are like, oh, I got two of four. But they have said that the products are a little bit cheaply made. Yeah, I'm pretty oh, sure um, I got, yeah. like, something for free. Like, I, a, a yeah. claw just came and just got me something right. for fake money. I didn't even spend any money. I, got I also so. feel like they're now, like, I feel like there's multiple apps like this. This can't be the only one. I mean... Hey. This is crazy. I mean, we're, yeah. when you, you start a, to physically be able to manipulate something, through your something phone. thousands or hundreds of miles away, mm-hmm. like to me, that's kind of the, the, I know, it's, the potential is unlimited. Yeah. Scary. 
and I mean, like, we're cool. And if someone else is trying to get the thing before you, like there's a queue you're in, so you can see it's like Michelle, blah blah blah, is going. You're next, and this so it'll is like queue some you black up. Black Mirror shit. It, it, it is. is. Yeah, like it, it is. starts with yeah. plushies, yeah. and you it's end gonna go up like more. Yeah. It yeah, is. Raise your left arm up. No. Yeah. Uh-huh. I like it though. I think it's, I got my little cloud plushie. Baby, that's how they get you. <laughs> It is. It's very Black Mirror. It is. Good, oh, good call. it really is. Yeah, it's just kind of trippy. But all right, move over to the next question. Make it all fun. Is that like the firm? Oh. The music from yeah. the firm? It's <laughs> exactly. No, it was, <laughs> the firm is. All right, David Gonzalez uh, via IG. I'm turning 38 this year. Baby. My boyfriend is turning 34. I get really scared because I feel like we are different types of partiers. He drinks to get blackout drunk. I love to I love to laugh and just buzz. I don't like being around him and taking care of him when he's drunk. What would you guys do? First question I have is has he always been like this? Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, it seems I don't know. I mean you know we've dealt with this a lot. <laughs> With friends of ours. Friends and exes. and um, I think getting older, I just have less tolerance for people that get like crazy blackout where I have to take care of them. Because it's like, I'm taking care of myself. Mm-hmm. Either way, too, whether it's like intentional. Because there are, I even like, I don't want to be specific here, but I know people who drink to blackout intentionally. Like yeah. they just are going to keep drinking. But there's also people who just don't know their limit. Who just are like, they are just feeling it they're out having fun and they've they've crossed over or they've started mixing liquors and now either way yeah, if it, either way if 30, it's yeah either but better, either yeah, this is the thing either way if it's consistent no i can't yeah. like if it's consistent that you don't know your threshold and you don't know what your limit is and you keep doing it yeah. like it's, it's something i can't i can't stand it i've, I've been there done that lots yeah. of times and and i think um like i've gone into relationships knowing that people party differently than mm-hmm. i do but i think you know like listening to Oprah always help. Like, <laughs> you know, you'll be done when you're done. And that yeah. was it. Like, you know, but don't romanticize it. You're, yep. You are probably not going to be the person that's going to change them or fix yeah. them or get them to leave their wife right. or stop drinking or whatever it is. And, you know, you'll be done when you're done. Yeah. I think you should also be, you agree that you can't change them, but you should also be able to have like an adult conversation about yeah. it. Like, yeah. I mean... If you can't talk about it, that's a different issue. Yeah, by writing in, um, you definitely know that there's a thing. So maybe you just have to have that conversation, you know, because that's I mean, that's have the conversation if it doesn't work and if it doesn't feel like it's improved or there's no like, you know, mutual respect on your different your differences. Then I guess you have to figure out something after that. And is it your your third boyfriend who's drank too much? Then, Mm -hmm. you know, that's a different issue than if it's, you know, like, how do you feel? How serious are you? Um, well, I think like it, it's harder when it's someone you're in a relationship with versus your friend or your buddy. I feel like I, for some reason I can call up my friend a lot more easily than yeah. my boyfriend yeah. about it um, because you really care about how you come off to them and you care about how they respond to it. Um, so it is an adult conversation you have to have. But I will say like the one thing I learned from my last relationship and it wasn't um, like a binge drinking issue but it was just something that it, I slowly just realized like I can't this is not something I can fix and yeah. as much as you think you can or you, that you have influence over them like it was something that I had to be like this is something that is completely your 
something you need to work on before you can like hold space for somebody else. Yeah. So. You know, and is that person asking you for help? Or right. are, yeah. you know, where are they? It's, it's such a complex issue, but I think what you talked about and, and, and how I feel at the age that I am is I've been through it so many times that I have a, a different perspective on it. And if it's the first time you're dealing with that situation, yeah. you know, you'll go through it in the right way that you do and it'll either work out or it won't. But, you know, what do you, what do you want out of it? Yeah. You know, figure it out. Yeah. figure. <laughs> or, or, and quite honestly, you can't do, you can't, there's nothing you can do that's wrong. No, there is. You right. know? Yeah. We're all individual. We all, all like individual. as adults, we know what we want to yeah. go towards and what we don't. Like yep. me, I, like negative people are really hard for me to be around now. It's yeah. just like a blackout drunk. Like it's if you're a ne- yeah. constantly negative person, I'm going to adjust my time yeah. with you. Mm-hmm. That's and just as long how as you is. don't ignore it and <coughs> pretend it's not there, yeah. you, you'll make the right decision for you, for the place you are in life exactly. and for them. And, and that'll you're an be adult. Part you can of, do yeah, that'll be want. part of the experience. Yeah. And you'll learn, you'll learn from it. And you'll be a different person when you're when when it's over or yeah. when you're happily married and they don't drink anymore. Lots yeah, seriously. Yeah, I moved on. All right, Stacy. Oh, I got the next oh one. Oh my god, choose again. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I want to read them all and then shows. Um, okay, here we go. Ooh, from Greg Rossa. Via IG. via IG, and now I know that I do Instagram, via the gram. <laughs> Thanks, Greg. Uh, so I know, Bailey, that you love board games. Why? I hate them. I sometimes <laughs> think it's too much info and rules. I'd rather play a video game. What a good question for wow. this group. Um, I love, I think it sprouted from my family at a young age. It was my family, especially my dad's side. Um, they're all about disconnecting and playing like board games i'd play like boulder dash or like sorry parcheesi it was yeah. like basic like really just the classic games when i was younger monopoly i don't know life really, do you ever play yeah, life? life you get the yeah. little car mousetrap the... where there's always a missing yeah. piece <laughs> yeah um always always and it usually no has one... to do with the coolest part yeah. either no the mousetrap itself the little... or the tub no and then you're like where are these peas che- these cheese pieces like no one uses those no. like Did you're just like <laughs> play the one where you had to Push down the... <laughs> the yeah, trouble. Yeah, yeah. The trouble. problematic trouble. bubble. Push it down. Yeah, yeah just yeah. the idea of, you know, who and wants to after roll a dice? That, like, coffee thing wouldn't yeah, pop yeah, exactly. anymore. Yeah, exactly. Like, broken. But, um, yeah, I think it was just one of those things. I like, um, I think I like just people coming together. I like that fun little competitiveness. And um, I just, like, I don't know. I also love when new people that don't really play them that often get in. You can see how they change. I'm like, oh, I've never played this. This is fun. Like, I think just the community of playing a board game is really fun. Um, yeah, in my living room right now, like we're speaking, in, we're playing a campaign game over here. There's a table and we're in the middle of it. So we had to transfer everything from this table to that table because we can't move it. Otherwise, you know, everything gets kind of ruined. So I had to keep everything, you know, set. Um, me, Frankie and my boyfriend, Bobby and my friend, Glee, we're all playing this game. And it's been like weeks since we played because it's hard to get adults to play a campaign game that lasts like forever. So. Um, but yeah, I just think uh, board games are fun. Like they're just they're different than like a video game. Video games are seem to be more solo, and it's hard to get a group of people to play a video game. But um, unless, unless you're playing like a multiplayer, which is just weird because it's not like you can't see them. But um, yeah, I think I just like the energy that board games give and the community of it. Brings out people's true natures. Yeah. I get a little crazy. <laughs> I grew up playing board games, um, like the classic ones, like you were saying. Um, but even now, like, I enjoy playing them. It's a way for us to disconnect from our screens now. 
Uh, but also, I just, like, it's, it's something that, I don't know, what maybe because this, like, culture of going out on a Friday night or, like, going out on a Saturday night, like, why do you always have to... I, well, I just realized, like, post-college, the vibe was to go out and grab a drink all the time. And then um, I started hanging out with a different group of friends, and it was just, like, more wholesome, like, just chill. We could play games on a Saturday night and not get mm-hmm. smashed, yeah. and that was, like, something new for us. Like, yeah, um, it's kind of cool. But it was, it was cool. It was, like, we have all these interactions where, I mean, I don't know. I think it was just really, it was just something different and something wholesome, and I... I had great sleep that night. Yeah. <laughs> um, you don't have to recover from anything. This I mean, is oddly related to the previous question. Yeah. Just get them to play board games. Yeah. <laughs> but I think it's um, it's memory making. Like, I mean, yeah. I can certainly, I know in my life that there's been nights I stayed up till like 6 a.m. playing, I don't know, Fable. I think that was an Xbox oh, yeah, game. Yeah. But I was just like, but it was me by myself till 6 a.m. doing that. And that, yeah. like, I sort of remember that. But what I really remember, like, playing Risk with, like, 10 of my friends. We were traveling, like, in Guatemala, and there were, like, 10 of us, and it was, like, an eight-hour tournament, you know, where you're yeah. playing, and you're still yeah. drinking and doing things. And it's, like, I yeah. remember that. And I remember you guys hosted a, a game. Yeah, we did a meetup, yeah. And I was, like, oh, I want to be there, yeah. man. And that was great. Like, I went home and talked about what I did with my day. Yeah. To my husband, and I don't necessarily do that when I'm like, yeah, I just spent eight hours playing a video game. Yeah, like, that's yeah. almost like, yeah, I don't want to talk about that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm going to tell anyone how many hours. The worst is like yeah. when you see how much time you're playing on certain games mm-hmm. and you're like, what? Played, I like, just think they're different. <laughs> what? They are. They're just a different experience because yeah. I like to play a video game. Believe me, five yeah. hours on my airplane rides and that, you know, you're, you're on the East Coast before you know it. Yeah. But sure. I, I just look at them as really different things. Yeah. I also used to play classic board games at home, like Clue, and my mom and I used to play Yahtzee a lot. Like, yeah. It's not really a board game, but uh, I, I mean, I never used to play games like Gloomhaven or even like Dungeons and Dragons. I never, I had friends who did, and I kind of hate that I never got involved in it, because I think, even when I worked at Machinima, there were like people who played Dungeons and Dragons after hours, and I was like, oh, that's something I should have gotten involved in. Yeah. Um, but, the, like, the larger campaign games do have a bit of, like, there are a lot of rules. And it is kind of hard to, like, sink your teeth into it first. But yeah. we watched a video recently. I think it was for Gloomhaven of somebody trying to explain a rule. And the guy in the video made a point that I think, like, I needed to hear. Where he, he was like, yeah, there are rules. But, like, if you can agree amongst yourselves to make your, to own, make your own. Yeah. Like, if there's a yeah. rule that isn't mm. working for you guys or is making the game too difficult, that, like, you can play, like, house rules should override mm. whatever comes in the booklet yeah. and that to it me was kind like of really hard to re- like is are the directions telling me that this isn't allowed or yeah, this yeah, is allowed? Yeah, yeah. all you have to do is be like hey guys do you want to make this allowed yeah the guy in the question here uh greg says you know i think it's too much info and rules so yeah. you know yeah that's i think like you can adjust adjust to yeah, something yeah. that like uh, or like start the game and play very lax and play very loose on the rules and just get used to like what the game is trying to be because I think even with the game, I mean, we're looking at the box right now, so it's hard not to oh talk about God. this game specifically, but, like, it's so complex and it's so... Rich uh, with, like, right. story. There's, like, story mm-hmm. elements, so you're, like, trying to stay in the story. Like, behind you is a map campaign of, like, you get, like, <laughs> there's, like, things yeah. that you have to... Yeah, and, like, 
um, down there, there's like prosperity, so like you can make little X's on every time. Like, there's 99 campaigns, and we're right. in the middle of the first, first one. And if you tried to explain every single rule before you started the game, you're gonna lose really everybody, hard. right? right? Yeah. Yeah. But the other thing too is what's really strange is this is like a deconstruction of a video game. Yeah, it's it like is. Yeah. it's like you it's take a, a video, game down video game out of the digital world and put it in like. And so if you can, if you like video games, then you should be able to kind of explore a board game like this with that mentality and yeah. I think playing it with the right people and with rules that don't make you hate each other is probably the best <laughs> yeah. way to go. And you know what's great about them is you can play board games with any age. Like my mom and I still play a game called Perquacky that nobody's ever heard of. It's like a, <laughs> it's like a, it's from the 60s. She would like play it while she was pregnant smoking cigarettes with her buddies and drinking scotch. Yeah. Like while well, it was in her belly and she's you know playing Perquacky and we yeah. still play it so many years yeah so it's a really cool later. sense of community like yeah. i i never really understood and i feel like honestly it's like a cool community to belong to if you feel like you don't belong like yeah um there and, and i'm just really starting to find out about these communities in these like board game cafes like yeah. that one up in mox, Ca- mox and, like, and then yeah. there's one over in ballard too oh, yeah um but I will tell you this, Bailey, and I feel like you'll appreciate. It. I had a um, a phase when I was in middle school. I played Magic: The Gathering. Yes, <laughs> and that was awesome. that was like <laughs> after fun. school. Yes, and I still have all my cards. What um, I did not know this. I know. I thought you would appreciate it. <laughs> um, let's play. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and you still have like decks that you built? I have my decks. Yeah. It was like a cool, but it was like, it was like Pokemon when you were older, like you collect things and there's just like so many elements of it (laughs) that you get to do. And then you bring like all your cards to the playground you play and, um, like you just feel it's like something, you know, it's like an extracurricular activity that you get to do and it's a little bit different outside of like how visual video games are now where you bring in an element of your imagination in and i thought that was really cool yeah no it, it really is a stigma though think about it as a teenager like if you're like yeah let's you know let's play magic and their friends are like no man like yeah, yeah they're definitely you know? yeah it's a stigma for that age. i wonder so when funny. you start i wonder when it stops being a stigma probably in college but you know what it's you know what's so funny is like it's i almost i almost look at it as when I was in high school and I wasn't out, right? And there was that one kid that was out and didn't care. And yeah. he was just mm-hmm. himself. And I look back on it now, I'm like, man, that person was like so brave, but like authentic- authentically themselves. And they probably felt so much more at ease. And yeah, they went through some struggles because people were making fun of them. I look at the same way people that played Dungeons and Dragons where I was like when I was in high school and people were playing Dungeons I was like mm-hmm. nerds. Yeah, they got an eight-sided dice. You're but, like, what is that? Seriously. <laughs> like, yeah, but yeah. seriously. Yeah, yeah. We're Honestly. battling the, the troll of the high mm-hmm. mist and yeah, you're like, yeah. but so my, my point is I recently played Dungeons and Dragons with a, a group and it was scary to be a character. Because everyone else was like, oh, I'm the knight, blah, blah, blah. And he was, like, in character. And the next person, it was their turn and they were in character. And he gets to you and you're just kind of like, yeah, I rolled a five <laughs> and I'm going to cut you. Because you're just nervous because yeah. I don't know these people yet. But I'm looking at it at the same time like these are brave people because they're themselves and they're having fun. And they're having fun. Mm-hmm. They're not worried about, like, anything else. They're just having fun. And it's, like, this really cool group of people where you're just, like, I'm just going to have yeah. fun and be in character. And they're, like, I feel like that's so brave. You have a community yeah. that you belong mm-hmm. to. That's what that was, was, I think that was my point. I was, like, 
it doesn't matter. Like you feel like you belong to something, and I think that's really cool. Yeah. And I want to tell my kids that if they're going yeah. through that in in high school or middle school, I'm yeah. like, hey, at least you have people that you belong to, and yeah. that's it. Yeah, I was weird. I was a theater kid in high school, and all of my theater kid friends played Dungeons and Dragons and Magic, and I could not bring myself. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, look, I'm straddling the line already. Like, I can't. I can't lean further into this thing, right? I'll play a character on stage, but I, I couldn't. I don't. Stops. I don't know. I couldn't bring my. I. I, I hate that now. Like, uh, yeah. Also looking back on it, I'm like, man, I should have just. But I don't know. And like when I the first time I saw like a twenty sided die, I was like, that's intimidating. I didn't make fun of it. I was like, I don't know what that's for, but you're gonna like summon something with that, and I don't want to be part of it. That's how I feel. But also, like, the weird thing, too, about video games, as it relates to this question, is that I have a lot of friends who have made their living off of video games. Yeah. And I recently had a conversation, I had, like, recently, like, last year with my friend Scott, who's got a huge, like, streaming community, and he's built this whole thing. And his father went through this whole phase with him as a kid where he was, like, he hated the idea that he was always on the screen, always playing these games, and always dedicating this whatever he didn't understand that Scott actually had a community of friends yeah. on the internet playing the game with him that he yeah. was chatting with and texting that they're still friends now and like some of them still haven't met in real life yet but like now he's on Twitch and he's got this whole community and it all started from the space of like so there are games that have that platform and have that ability to to make friends and do that thing that's not always as visible or as tangible. Sure. Yeah, sometimes it's that mic. Well, right. there's no barrier to, to entry except exactly. having the game. Right, like, exactly. Yeah. You get to... You know. Yeah. You know, he also... Greg also talks about kind of the the info and rules. Oh, my God. Halo, like, 3 or something. I finally was done. I'm like, I can't. Like, which yeah. is the X and the Y and the... Yeah. And I'd, I'd made it through Halo 1 and 2 with my husband. And by the time I was on 3rd, I'm like, this is yeah, so complex. Stuff, yeah. So that's what I, I would challenge Greg on that. Like... Yeah. Playing, mm-hmm. playing Parcheesi is a lot less rules than, than exactly. Halo 3. Yeah. Or just find the, like, I don't know, research. Sometimes just reading, like, synopsis of, like, of a game is, like, really kind of fun, too. You're like, right. oh, I might I might like this one. Or that's how I, Gloomhaven, it was one of those things where, like, I heard about it. It was always, like, a number one game for, like, four years in a row. And so I was like, let me read what it's about. And then when I actually read what it was about, I was like, uh, this sounds like something I'd love. So What's the Haunted House game we played? Um, it's, like, uh... Betrayal on how, on, yeah. of House on Haunted Hill. I would also look into games like that where like the playtime for like one round isn't necessarily as long, and it change the game changes every single time mm-hmm. you yeah. play it based on who you play it with and like the settings and things people roll. Because um, you can get games that are like thirty minutes per round, yeah. and but every time you play it, it's completely different. Or you can get games that like are meant to last an hour at a time. Yeah. Or ones like this that last. Yeah, a lot of time. a lot of board games now have times on them, so it'll tell you like what normal play time is. Like I think uh, was this, this on is that one? thirty minutes a player. Yeah. So if you have four people, you're yeah. adding thirty minutes per player. So. Well, I'm inspired. I'm gonna have yeah adult game night. Yeah. Am I that doing this now? <laughs> Hey, do we have adult, adult game adult. night? I'm not sure if that's the word adult in front of it. It seems so X-rated, yeah. Get this app, yeah. Adult Claw. <laughs> Nobody's going to come to my game night now. I'll come. Thank you. Is anyone I, they, yeah. <laughs> not. Bradley Fulton via email. No. What is something crazy disgusting you have done and have never told anyone? 
Oh, I got one. <laughs> Not nervous now. <laughs> crazy <laughs> disgusting. That we I have never something crazy disgusting. I oh. gotta think about that. I'm kind I'm of gonna just do it. Person. Yeah, start do, do it. All right. So I already have talked about previously on our show where I drank piss. <laughs> what? So I already talked about that. I'll tell you guys about it after because I don't want to keep telling the story. Fucking missed that episode. Yeah, it was. It's gross. So this one has to do with the other end, and I'm sorry, guys, but I have to tell you because it's it's oh. really really funny. So um, in LA, I lived with <laughs> I lived with my old roommate, man Christian. I'm sorry because you're probably gonna hear this, and then you're gonna know. So. <laughs> Frankie's just relieved it's not okay. his. <laughs> so I had <laughs> this is you guys are already gonna know where it's going. So I had um, last year I got E. coli poisoning, oh. and it sucked, right? So. I was just going through it, and both ends, whatever, in and out with the toilet. And then, you know, it started getting better. And But I was still on, like, these crazy antibiotics. So sometimes in the morning, I had to go to the restroom really, really bad. <laughs> He's like, Frankie's preparing himself. So anyway, <laughs> like, um, I woke up, and I had to go to the restroom really bad. And Christian was in the shower. And, like, I was just like, what the fuck? Like, I have to go so bad. Yeah, yeah. So what I did. <laughs> So what I did was I got a trash I got a trash bag. No. <laughs> I got a trash no. bag and I just put it on the, the floor and squat. I like squat over this trash bag and I just it was like exorcism. Like it was just like <laughs> just coming out. It wasn't like watery. It was it was just like not yeah, How you started that story, soft. I thought you were going to finish that. Yeah. You got in the shower with the dog. Oh, no, no, no. And then, okay. No, and I tied it up, and I ran it to the garbage and threw it in there. But yeah, it was... That was my crazy, disgusting story. Hmm. Yeah, but I think you were kind of... Like, that actually, honestly, yeah, didn't was, get as bad as yeah. I thought. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I thought it was going to be just, way more graphic than yeah. that. Like, you said you said you drank, you were like, I drank piss, and then this is about the other end, and I was like, I... I, I, I know, uh, that's why I was oh, like, okay. yeah, no, pooped I in a bag. Yeah, yeah I pooped yeah, in, a in a bag. I mean, you gotta, you ha- it had to go somewhere. Yeah, I was, I was, I An tried emergency. so hard, and I'm like, running back and forth, and I had knocked, and he was just not responding, and I was just like, fuck. Yeah. I'm trying to think of something disgusting I've done that I've never told anyone. <laughs> I have one that's kind of gross. Sorry, brother. Oh, my brother. That didn't start out well either. Um, my brother got lice at like, I don't know, he was probably like eight or something. So I would have been like, I don't know, 12. Literally yeah. 12. And I'm a picker. Like, you know, like if you got a zit, I got I to gotta help you with yeah. it. And um, I don't know. I think he must have been scratching his head or something or I got an itch. And I'm like, oh, you there's something crawling, you know. And we sat there for days, and I would just groom him like a monkey. <laughs> Taking and his I lice out. I just took his lice out with like with like I would just go in there and pick it out, and I don't know. I hopefully I had a paper towel or something. I probably yeah. put it like and on the couch. Happened to you? Like, you didn't get lice? Mm, no, I don't know. I, I, I don't, and I think literally, I don't know if that literally took care of it. I don't remember my mom getting lice yeah. stuff, yeah. but yeah, like every day I'd come home and after school and just it's not bad. groom him. Yeah, I was kind of caring yeah. and loving. Yeah. But, like, you knew what you were doing? Oh, yeah. Like, it was, like, I was sort of hoping that there was some to be there, you know? Yeah. And, and yeah, and there's, like, little eggs, <laughs> and you'd just sort of pull the little eggs. And wow. 
Yeah. I've never. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't know what to do. I would freak out. I'm like, no, no, I'm a picker. Let me. Let me help you with that. Yeah. Um. <laughs> about you, Jesse. Okay. This is. Uh, I'm like, like I get, I cringe when I think about this story because and. <laughs> I okay. I'm gonna start from the beginning. It's the setup is always the worst. Yeah. You're like, you guys, I don't you're know like you trying not to make it bad, but the more you delay, it sounds worse. Um, I like to snack when I'm in bed. Yeah. I have a snack bag right next to my bed. <laughs> <laughs> my my bedside drawer. It's like just full of snacks. Um, and so I had left a bag of um, like Cheeto puffs out overnight. Um, this was like a couple years ago and um, I didn't think about it the next day and I just went to go like you know, grab them for more snacks. I'm like laying in bed watching Netflix and uh, I bite into it and I'm like, oh, this tastes like a little stale. Like, I don't know. It tastes a little off, but is that edible? Like, I, yeah. I, mean, I eat over like expired yeah. all the time. <laughs> I'm like just nomming away and then I'm like oh this is not right and then I look into the bag and it's just ants oh, oh. <laughs> I was like oh, oh my god I was just been eating like yeah. this <laughs> were they like peppery well it tasted like it's good protein honestly yeah oh my god it was oh my god. like when I it was more disgusting when I realized what it was. Yeah. Like it didn't even taste that bad. Because it's then your I realized, brain, the like, vision. Yeah. Yeah. And like I just see like crawling. Like, like I wow. can't eat those Cheeto puffs ever again. Yeah. Yeah, that was the most disgusting thing. What about you, Frankie? Where's yours? I oh man. Um. I I have to go with some time that I I, I, I really <laughs> don't have anything, but. I'll say this. There was one uh, one year that my uh, cousin was throwing a New Year's Eve party at our uncle's house. They were away on vacation, and uh, we had ordered Chinese food. I was living in Chicago, so I think they were all... I was in my early 20s. They were all probably still like 18, 19. I don't think they should have been drinking. That's basically <laughs> the moral of the story. Maybe not. I don't remember. Uh, but we ordered Chinese food... And uh, I was sitting at a counter eating, like, basically, like, crab rangoon, which is, you know, like, sour, not sour cream, uh, cream cheese, cream cheese. Uh, and, and a, <laughs> uh, I was very thirsty, the meal was making me thirsty, and so, rather than drinking water, I had an entire glass of amaretto, <laughs> like, homemade amaretto that my mom made, and I just started drinking it like water to wash down... <laughs> I'm Rangoon, which is just a terrible, it's just it's a, a bad idea. Yeah, that's the flavors alone, the, the flavor amaretto. profiles alone, we were like, we're just not. Um, <sighs> that's rough. And so I reached a point where I was like, okay, that was a bad idea. And, uh, you know, made my way to this like <laughs> tiny sink in the bathroom. And I just couldn't, it was just like, okay, everything's gone. Everything's just going to come out. And actually, they are all married now. But all of my friends' girlfriends were in the bathroom with me, like holding me. Like all three of them were just like, "Oh, we can't let him go." Like we just and like I, potentially, I don't remember most of it. I blacked out, but it was a very aggressive, disgusting amaretto and Chinese food vomit that just lasted all night. All right, that's yeah. good. 
I just want to, like, do you remember the apology episode where we had to apologize to someone and I apologized mm-hmm. to you or something? Do you mm-hmm. remember what I apologized to you? Yeah, I still don't really believe you. Oh, it's, it was, that was real. Because I just don't, dude, the thing I felt was didn't feel like a product of that story. <laughs> so, oh, we're going to relive this? Yeah. Should I tell my side first and then yeah, you can do the reveal? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so there was a night that I, uh, wasn't really feeling that well. I went to go to bed and I had kind of a headache and he had his own room and, uh, a bathroom in the hallway and I, uh, had my own room and a bathroom and I had run out of like Advil or Tylenol or whatever. And so I went into his bathroom, popped like two, like Advil or Tylenol out of the bottle, took them and I went to bed and I'm like laying in the dark and I just like, I had had this headache and then, uh, my perception of the story is I just started to feel like really strange. Like my body was just like warm. Like I, like I, I couldn't get to bed. I wanted to be up, but I also still didn't feel good. So like I was fighting this like duplicitous sort of like neat. I didn't know how to fix myself or what I needed. I, I couldn't even vocalize what was wrong with me. And, uh, I'll fast forward a couple years. I went to my first rave and I did ecstasy for the first time. And after the after the rave, we're in the car and I, I really had to pee and we're driving and I'm like with five people and I'm like kind of coming down but still rolling and I'm like, guys, this, I don't think this is the first time I've done this. Like this <laughs> this feeling this but feeling yeah. feels really similar. And it was like my body was warm. I couldn't like I like had the same thing where I was like I didn't want to like like I didn't know. I was like no like I felt this before, uh, and I was like that motherfucker like he left a pill like that because like, that that night he he didn't tell me anything. He didn't give me any because well, I was like nervous. So I was like I don't want to tell him. Like what it probably is because I'll probably panic or like whatever. Yeah. So I didn't want to say anything because he was like something's wrong. I don't feel good. <laughs> Uh, and he's like running back and forth, and I'm like, I'm just not gonna tell him because that's. I was like, no, I don't know what's wrong. But they so go lay down. At the, but I'm, I'm, but I'm uh, really having this moment at the rave where I'm like thinking this is the first time I've ever done. And do you a remember drug. what the apology? I do, and that's why I'm telling you I don't. Like in my opinion, if I ever well tell them what the apology was, okay. and then we could discuss it. So my apology was because. And, and mind you, when I when I. When I'm hearing this apology, I think I know what he's gonna say because I've already made up my mind what happened. So I'm. It's an episode like this. We pull a card, and it's like apologize to someone that you've done something fucked up or something they need to know now. Mm. So I said, Frankie, I'm sorry. <laughs> so remember that one time where you took the Advil? I was like, Well, a friend of mine gave me Viagra, <laughs> 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 and. <laughs> I didn't want to use it, so I put it in the Advil because I was just like, I don't know where to put this. Maybe I'll use it sometime. Maybe I won't. <laughs> and he basically, that's what he took. But Viagra doesn't always just make you have a boner. I think you have to get aroused and then it works. It no, and working. that's what I'm saying. I think it makes sense. But it was like, just funny to me because like I was just like, fuck, I gave him Viagra. <laughs> <laughs> he needed to... <laughs> Right. And you were just like, and I wasn't going to say like, oh, you took Viagra, dude. Like, I actually, <laughs> uh, wow. I, I, yeah. That was a good one. Yeah. I still, though. <laughs> I think you don't want to believe need it. To, you need to picture it me. It was gone. <laughs> just was in gone. the backseat of a car after a rave, like just sweaty and disgusting and just feeling like, 
confessing to my friends and like I felt this feeling before of my body just being like not in control. Yeah. It's not mm. a, I All right, everyone. Thank you so much for doing the show. Um, this has been this is a pretty good episode. Like I like yeah, I feel like I know so you guys a little fun. bit more. Nothing to be nervous about. Yeah, no. it's nothing to be nervous about. And um, I just want to say like I do this because I feel like it's just like board games that like puts opinions out there that some people need to hear and mm. um, so, you know, make people feel a little bit better about whatever they're going through and or just to have fun and have a conversation. And I love that. This is a good group, so I'm really happy that it happened. Thanks for yeah. having us. Yeah. Thanks for having Thank us. You. All right, everyone. And this is The Way In. <laughs>